Justice Ginsburg has our opinion this morning, case 18281, the Virginia House of Delegates versus Bethune Hill. In 2011, after the 2010 census, Virginia redrew legislative districts for the state Senate and House of Delegates. Voters in 12 of the impacted House districts sued Virginia state agencies and elected officials, collectively the state defendants, charging that the redrawn districts were racially gerrymandered in violation of the 14th Amendment. The Virginia House of Delegates intervened as defendants and carried the laboring or in urging the constitutionality of the challenge districts at a bench trial, on appeal to this court, and at a second bench trial. After the second bench trial, a three-judge district court held that 11 of the districts unconstitutionally sorted voters based on the color of their skin. The court, therefore, enjoined use of those districts in future elections. Recognizing the General Assembly's primary jurisdiction over redistricting, the District Court gave the General Assembly some four months to adopt a new redistricting plan that eliminated the constitutional infirmity concluding that continuing the litigation would not be in the best interest of the Commonwealth or its citizens. Virginia's Attorney General declined to appeal from the invalidation of the 11 districts. The House, however, filed an appeal to this Court, which the State Defendants moved to dismiss for want of standing. We now grant the motion to dismiss the House of Delegates' appeal. Any party invoking the power of a federal court must demonstrate standing to do so. This requirement must be met by persons seeking appellate review, just as it must be met by persons appearing in courts of first, courts of first instance. Thus, an intervener like the House must independently demonstrate standing to appeal a decision that the primary parties, here the state defendants, do not challenge. The House urges first that it has standing to represent the state's interests. States have standing to appeal the invalidation of their statutes and they have authority to designate agents to represent them in federal court. But the House has identified no legal basis for its claimed authority to litigate on the state's behalf. To the contrary, a Virginia statute provides, with exceptions not implicated here, that the state's attorney general together with his assistance, is solely responsible for providing legal representation to the state in civil litigation. The House also maintains 
that it has standing in its own right. This court has never held, however, that a judicial decision invalidating a state law as unconstitutional inflicts a discrete injury on each organ of government that participated in the law's passage. The court's precedent thus lends no support to the notion that one house of a two-house legislature resting solely on its role as one, one participant in the legislative process may appeal such a judgment. The House observes that Virginia law gives redistricting authority to the General Assembly. True enough, but the House constitutes only a part of that collective legislative body, which also includes the Virginia Senate. Moreover, the order challenged here has not altered the General Assembly's initiating and ongoing role in redistricting. Aside from its role in enacting the invalidating, invalidated redistricting plan, the House also asserts it has standing because altered district boundaries may affect its composition. For support, the House relies on 67th Minnesota State Senate v. Beans, in which this court allowed the Minnesota Senate to appeal an order reducing its size from 67 senators to 35, while cutting a chamber's size by half would necessarily alter its day-to-day operations. The same cannot be said of redrawing district lines. Redrawn lines indeed may affect the House's membership, but the House has no prerogative to choose its own members. It is a representative body whose members are chosen not by itself, but by the people. Because the House cannot elect its own members, changes to its membership brought about by the voting public inflict no cognizable injury on the House as an institution. The House additionally asserts injury from the creation of what it calls divided constituencies, suggesting that voter confusion will occur when legislators seek re-election in districts different from those they represent. Under Virginia law, however, delegates continue to represent the districts that elected them, even if their re-election campaigns will be waged in different districts. We thus foresee no representational confusion. In short, Virginia would rather stop than fight on. One house of its bicameral legislature cannot alone continue the litigation against the will of its partners in the legislative process. For the reasons just summarized, explained more completely in the court's opinion, 
we dismiss the House of Delegates' appeal for want of jurisdiction. Justice Alito has filed a dissenting opinion in which the Chief Justice, Justice Breyer, and Justice Kavanaugh have joined 